Hello and welcome back to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Well, in our last episode, we learned how God warned Joseph in a dream to take Jesus and flee to Egypt to escape from Herod and his evil plan to search for and kill Jesus. We also learned that after some years went by, King Herod passed away and was no longer ruling over Judea. Mary and Joseph and Jesus returned to Israel, and this time they settled in the town of Nazareth. Jesus grew up in the town of Nazareth in the country of Israel. He learned the stories of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, just as you have. He learned the stories of the Israelites, just as other Israelite boys would have. He learned how God had spoken to Moses at the burning bush and called himself the Great I Am. He learned how God had parted the Red Sea and led the Israelites to their promised land. He even learned that God had promised a Messiah would come and be born and live among them. He lived and ate and laughed and cried as an Israelite boy. Joseph, his father, was a carpenter, so I'm sure Jesus learned how to be a carpenter as well, just like Joseph. He studied and practiced and practiced until his hands were probably sore. Jesus lived and grew just as any other Israelite boy would have done. Now, every year, the Israelites would travel to Jerusalem, to the temple, to observe the Passover. Do you remember what the Passover is? The Passover celebration is the remembrance of when God delivered the Israelites out of Egypt by passing over the homes of the Israelites who had placed the blood of a lamb on their doorpost. Every year, the Israelites observed God's command to remember this day and thank him for delivering them from slavery in Egypt. And so every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When Jesus was 12 years old, they took him up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but Mary and Joseph were unaware of it. Now you might be thinking, how could Mary and Joseph not know that their son was not with them? Did they not see that he wasn't there with them as they started to leave? Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a whole day before they noticed that he was nowhere to be found. You see, the reason why they probably did not notice at first was because the Israelites would travel to Jerusalem and back home together in large groups of people. They would go together as large families, grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles and cousins. Mary and Joseph probably assumed that Jesus was with some of his family members or friends as they were traveling. But when they realized he was not close by, they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. They searched and they searched and they searched everywhere for Jesus. I wonder if Mary's heart was beating fast. How could she sleep at night? As Jesus' mother, she was responsible for him. How could he be gone? Where could he be? After three whole days of searching, they finally found Jesus. Do you know where Jesus was? He was in the temple. They found Jesus in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. 
There was Jesus, 12 years old, sitting among the grown-ups, grown men who had studied the Bible their whole lives, and here was Jesus discussing the Bible with them. He was asking them questions and he was even answering some of their questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his wisdom and his knowledge and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been so worried, anxiously searching for you. And then Jesus said something completely unexpected. His parents did not know how to respond when Jesus looked at them and said, Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Mary and Joseph could not understand in that moment what Jesus meant. What did Jesus mean when he said he had to be in his father's house? He meant that he understood who he was. Even at the young age of 12, Jesus knew he was God's son. Yes, he had been born to Mary and Joseph as his earthly parents, but Jesus was not a regular human like them. Jesus was God. He is God. He is God in flesh. Jesus was and is God's son. He knew as he sat in the temple and listened to the teachings of the prophets about a coming Messiah, a Messiah who would save the people from their sins, Jesus understood that he was that Messiah. But his time had not yet come. He was still a young boy. It would still be many years before he would grow and the time would come for him to do what God his Father had sent him to do. So Jesus went back down to Nazareth with Mary and Joseph and was obedient to them. But his mother Mary treasured all these things in her heart. She thought about the words of Jesus and what he said that he had to be in his father's house. Mary might not have fully understood what Jesus meant in that moment, but she treasured all of these things and she kept his words in her heart. And so Jesus continued to grow. And he grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Dear Truth Seekers, what truth can we find in this story? What did you learn about Jesus today? Did you notice that when Jesus answered Mary and Joseph's question about where he had been, he said he was in his father's house? He did not mean Joseph. Joseph was his earthly father, but Jesus knew he was the son of God. He knew he needed to be in his father God's house. And where exactly was his father God's house? If you said the temple, then you are correct. Jesus was at the temple. Remember how we learned about the temple and how the temple was where God's presence would dwell and live among his people. Jesus went to the house of God. We must understand now, before we continue reading the stories of Jesus in the New Testament, that Jesus was and is God. Many people will try to tell you that he was just a good and kind man who lived a long time ago, or some people will tell you that he was just a prophet like Moses or Isaiah. But Jesus was more than a man and more than a prophet. He was God. How do we know that he was God, you ask? Well, if you continue listening, you will learn and see all the ways that Jesus reveals himself to be God. 
So before we go any further, we must make a decision. You must make a decision. Will you worship Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Will you choose to believe that Jesus was and is God? John 1.1 says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who is the Word that John is talking about? He's talking about Jesus. He means that Jesus was in the beginning. When God created the heavens and the earth, Jesus was there. He means that Jesus was with God at the beginning, and he is God from the beginning. Paul states something just as amazing as John does in Colossians chapter 1. He says, The Son, who is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. That's a lot of truth for our minds to grasp, but it means that Jesus is before all things. He was before there was even time. He was there at creation and all things in creation are held together through him. This is why we worship him. This is why we adore him and love him. He holds all things together. You may feel like the world is falling apart. You may feel like things are out of control, but those who put their trust in Jesus can know that he holds it all together. He is in control because he is God and he deserves our worship. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Luke chapter two. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you came to earth and that you lived as a young boy. You know what it's like to be a kid. You know all the emotions that come with being a kid. Thank you that you understand us better because you were one of us. And we can come to you with anything we need. I pray that we would understand what it truly means that you are Lord over all. We give you all of our worship and all of our adoration. You deserve our honor and allegiance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, before we go, I just have a couple reviews to share. This review says, we just found this podcast and it is amazing. My favorite Bible story is the story of Jesus dying for my sins. And that was from Timmy from San Diego, California. So thank you, Timmy. I'm so glad you love the podcast. And that is one of the all-time best stories, isn't it? Because it's true, because of what Jesus did for us. All right, this next review says... Hi, I'm Lincoln, and I love your podcast. I am eight years old, and I am from Hudsonville, Michigan. My favorite time to listen to True Seekers is when I'm taking a bath. What I like about this podcast is that you keep making people learn about Jesus through the stories of the Bible. So far, my favorite episode is the one about David and Goliath. Thank you so much for all of your hard work. Your podcast is the best. Thank you for that, Lincoln, and thank you for just your encouragement because my goal is to remind people and help them learn about Jesus through the stories of the Bible. All right. Um, this review says, we love listening to these stories at night. My kids love these stories so much that we have now listened to them many times over. I love the Praying the Bible episodes. Thank you so much for real practical examples. That was from Yes, But Coffee First. And I agree very much. And thank you so much for that review. 
All right, this review says, hi, Sherilyn, my name is Charlie T. I'm seven years old. I live in Washington State. I have listened to every podcast and I think it is the best podcast ever. I can't pick a favorite episode because I love all of them. I have learned so much about the Bible and God's word and I have learned about the Hebrew alphabet, which I love. Again, it is the best podcast ever and I love it and your voice. May the Lord bless you and keep you all the days of your life from Charlie. Well, Charlie, thank you so much for that blessing. That was so sweet. And I love that you learned the Hebrew alphabet with us when we did the Praying the Bible series where we walked through Psalm 119 and we learned the letters of the alphabet. So if you have not listened to those, go back to the Praying the Bible series where we did uh, Psalm 119 and we learned the Hebrew letters of the alphabet. That was a fun one. So thank you, Charlie, for that review. All right, this next review says, Our kids love to listen to the podcast during breakfast or car drives. Everyone loves listening and talking about the stories we hear. Thank you. Nico and Siba want you to know they love it. And I hope I said your names right. And thank you so much for that review. All right, this um, review says, From Levi, age seven. I like this podcast. The story of David and Goliath is my favorite. I like it when David shoots his sling and when David calls out to Goliath and it wins. From mom, I am really intentional about the media our children consume and I'm so grateful for this podcast. I started listening to this podcast with my children now ages seven and five and found myself benefiting from the biblical focus of this podcast. I appreciate that it does not oversimplify or change the message for a young audience, but presents the scripture as is, trusting even the youngest minds to appreciate the word as it is. The accounts are beautifully coupled with appropriate application. This podcast is a gift. Thank you so much, Levi, for writing that in. It's good to hear from you, and I love that you love the story of David and Goliath. And finally, I want to read this email to you that came in from Chelsea. She says, Hi, Sherilyn. This is Chelsea Sanleo from the Philippines, and I am 10. Your podcast is very calming to me, and I listen to it every night with my family. My favorite story is Moses. The miracles of God really amaze me, and I like how it's easy to understand. Thank you for sharing the story of God to us. May God bless you even more. Thank you, Chelsea. It's so good to hear from you over in the Philippines. Thank you so much for listening. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me this week, and I look forward to our time together next week.